All right, welcome into Bird Droppings Episode 8. Today, we're going to talk a little bit of golf. So yesterday was the match on TNT, headlined by four NFL quarterbacks in Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. And as I sat and watched the match, I wondered, why do things like this, why do they attract viewers? Why do we want to watch them? And I think it has something to do with the fact that we like the idea of of these elite highest level quarterbacks highest level of their profession athletically we like the idea of watching them in a different environment and in a different space having to play something that that they're not used to playing and we like to see them be a little bit human be a little bit like ourselves Uh, and as you if you watched yesterday they definitely played like an average Joe out there. Josh Allen and Tom Brady were out there spraying drives all over the place and could not hit a fairway to save their lives. But also, I think we enjoy watching these athletes be in a space where they can engage, where they can show their personality, where they can talk trash um, and, and be funny. Uh, and that's why, and that's why you've seen Charles Barkley on every single one of these the match broadcasts, uh, from the original Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson all the way to yesterday. I mean, he's there to be funny. To well, one, he loves golf. To generate attention, and he does that. And <laughs> to be honest, he does it to a higher level than anybody else out on that course and if you watched yesterday that showed especially early um when he's interacting with jj watt jj watt's a little bit stiff uh at the table on on set and um maybe a little bit uncomfortable because he's not used to that and that's where the thousands and thousands of more reps that charles barkley has on a microphone really shows through his comedic timing, his chemistry with Ernie Johnson. Uh, it's it's That's why he's the best at this. That's why NBA on TNT has 15 Emmys. That's why Charles Barkley is the person that former head of ESPN, John Skipper, says that he's the person that people come to see. He's who you sell out and pay massive money for because he's that much of a draw. But, you know, with the players themselves, I really thought I thought the two, the two younger quarterbacks were maybe a little bit quiet. Uh, Mahomes showed a little more personality, and part of that is due to technical difficulties because you had Josh Allen's earbud break. Um, and then, but I thought that Mahomes in the cart showed a little more personality. Maybe a little more as he <laughs> drank four beers over the 12 holes. 
which they kept going out of their way to mention over and over and over again. Um, and then with the older guys, it was more of what we've seen before. We've seen Tom Brady and we've seen Aaron Rodgers in the match before. And Tom Brady is the personality. We've seen that now. Heck, we've seen that ever since he left New England. He's really, it's, he's like a, a caterpillar coming out of a cocoon, really. Like, he's a different person than who he was when he was in Foxborough, when he was with Bill Belichick. And now he's, like, granted, the golf game's awful. I mean, there are people that may listen to this that may be able to go out there and perform at a higher level in the golf course than Tom Brady. He can't hit a fairway. He's not a good putter. <laughs> but at least he's funny. At least he's entertaining. And at least he's good He's good at talking trash. He's good at it, which is important. Which is important. And it's important for him to show that personality because it kind of puts at ease some of the concerns that some people may have as he moves on after his playing career to the Fox Sports booth. Now, Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers takes everything about this super seriously. Every shot, he's he's reading the green every time. He's taking his time. He's very quiet. And I honestly wish in these environments he would show more of his personality. He doesn't quite get there he'll he'll respond when they talk to him in the earbuds and every now and then he'll make a dry comment but he's not the guy that goes on pat mcafee's show and jokes around with aj hawk and pat mcafee for 30 minutes each tuesday during the football season he doesn't show that at the match and maybe part of that is just that he's so locked in as a competitor and he takes this more seriously than the other guys. Maybe that's it. But it's it's fascinating to see the dynamic of Brady and Rodgers. Because Rodgers doesn't bring the same personality that Brady does. Brady is the entertaining one. But Rodgers is the one that carries the team. Whereas on the other side, Patrick Mahomes has more personality than Josh Allen. At least showed it yesterday. And played at a higher level. So he carried their team in both aspects. Granted, they were less entertaining than Tom Brady. And they didn't play as well as Aaron Rodgers, as we saw, because Aaron Rodgers won it on the 12th hole with a birdie putt. But this environment was fascinating, and I think it's what draws people in, because we want to see these elite high-level football players that we have built into almost these mythical gods. We want to see them. We want to see them be a real real person. Somebody in our heads, somebody that you could go have a beer with, somebody that you could have coffee with, somebody you could joke around with. That's what I think is the draw to these events. And you get that with Tom Brady. You get that a little bit with Patrick Mahomes. But in my opinion, you don't get that with Aaron Rodgers. You don't get that really with Josh Allen. You, I'm not sure you'd get it out of Patrick Mahomes 
if Charles Barkley's not on the set. And you know, I mean, that's that's who Charles Barkley is. He spurs laughter. He he makes sure that the show and the broadcast that he is on, people are going to have a good time watching it. People are going to have a good time on the set. People are going to have a good time on the course. Uh, and poor Trevor Immelman, she just became the punching bag for everybody on the set. Everybody was all over him for his tips. Uh, Charles Barkley and J.J. Watt cracked on him some. But, I mean, overall, I thought it was an entertaining thing to watch. It was, even though the golf was not great. Aaron Rodgers was the best player out there. Patrick Mahomes was second. Josh Allen's probably third, and Tom Brady's fourth. Tom Brady can't hit a putt. He's 50-50 on his irons, and his his driver, I think he had one good one in 12 holes. I mean, it's... But nevertheless, because when you have... When you have these athletes that draw eyes, and you have Charles Barkley... Charles Barkley's the engine that drives the entertainment value of a show like that. Ernie Johnson is at the steering wheel. He's he's the cat he's guiding it along. But it's Charles Barkley and then us wanting to see these quarterbacks be human. That's the draw. That's why we we tune in. That's why we're entertained. And that's just my opinion. I I hope they continue to do these. Um I I like when they have a golfer out there, a couple golfers out there that talk trash that are can play at the highest level. I like watching those, but at the same time, I like I like it on an even even playing field. I don't like I don't like when I have to watch Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods or well, not DeChambeau because Aaron Rodgers carried DeChambeau last time, but I I don't like having to watch Phil Mickelson carry Tom Brady around a golf course the whole round if you're going to do it I want all of the players to be at a similar level which is why I thought yesterday's product was pretty solid which is why I think a product with Tiger Woods Justin Thomas Jordan Spieth those type players on the PGA Tour would be very Interesting, especially the better friends that these guys are. Like, if you can get Justin Thomas, if you can get Tiger Woods, if you can get Spieth, if you can get Ricky Fowler, granted, he's hasn't been playing well recently, but he's on the way back. But if you can get these guys that are familiar with each other, that, that are used to playing rounds together and kind of cracking on each other, and you know what I want? I want... I know that everything, like, the charity aspect is great. It really is. It's awesome. It's fantastic. But I want to see, I want to hear and see the legendary stories about Phil Mickelson betting money on each hole. I want to see these side bets happen. I want to see, I want it to feel like it's a practice round from the aspect of, these guys have the freedom to say whatever they want, talk as much trash as they want, um, bet whatever they want. But I also want that competition aspect. And that's where I think the match 
can improve. So for me personally, I, I thought it was a good product. I thought it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I can't wait for more, but I think that there is room to improve. All right, let's move on to the other massive topic in golf right now. And that's the Live Tour, the LIV Tour, that's that's just announced the field for their debut event in London and how that affects the PGA. Well, all the storylines to this point have been about Greg Norman, who continues to put his foot in his mouth but is getting paid a lot of money to head up that league. And Jack Nicholas, who was allegedly offered $100 million to go head up that lead, league in the spot that Greg Norman is in. And then Phil Mickelson, who got himself in trouble with comments about how scary the people that, I guess, are backing uh, and putting on this this new golf league. But yesterday, when, when they unveiled their list for their debut event, it made waves that there were... 13 PGA Tour players on that list. Several major winners, several recognizable names like Sergio Garcia, Charles Schwartzel, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Na. These people that on their own will will get eyeballs, will get viewership. But nobody that was really in that top 15 in the world besides one man. And this is where a lot of the discussion was driven yesterday. Dustin Johnson was on that list. And depending on where you look, I saw where Daniel Rappaport said that he's getting paid somewhere between 100 and $150 million just to be on that tour. It's It's... It's fascinating that we're seeing this happen. And for some of these players, it's a no-brainer. Because like Chase Kepka, the other Kepka brother, the not successful, or that's not fair. He's successful because he's a professional golfer. He's way better at golf than you or I or anybody else that's that's listening to this will be. But he's 1,543rd in the world golf rankings. And he can now go play in this new, on this new tour, in this new league. And if he comes in last next weekend, he'll get $120,000. The purses are significantly bigger on this new tour because they're trying to attract these golfers the winner the winner of this debut event is going to make four million dollars that would be more than any tour or any event on the pga tour i mean for some of these guys why not for dustin johnson it's interesting he's a major winner he's he's the former number one golfer in the world last year. He's number 13 now. But I think this may be, and I think that 
when you put it in this perspective, maybe you can understand it. Maybe, maybe the reputation on the PGA Tour doesn't matter as much to a guy like Dustin Johnson. He's not going to catch Tiger Woods. He's not going to catch Jack Nicklaus. He's not going to run down their major major uh, number. He's not going to run down Tiger Woods' 80-plus victories on the PGA. But he's getting offered $100-plus million dollars to go pull 125 I think. $125 million to go play in on this tour. Why not? I mean... It's hard. It's hard. I mean, let's be real. It's really hard to pass up that amount of money. And that's just to play. That's not. That's not what he can win. He doesn't have to win, and he and he sees that money. Now, yes, he'll be at risk with the PGA Tour. PGA Tour is talking suspensions. PGA Tour is talking banning people. The latest thing I saw yesterday was that they were considering suspending these players that participate from October through December on the PGA Tour, which is not much of a punishment if that's what they're going with. But maybe that's just them gauging the the reaction, testing the water to see what how, what the feedback is on them doing that. Now, yes, for these players, it's going to affect their reputation. But, I mean, it's their call. For some of these guys, they can go make a heck of a lot more money playing on this tour than they can on the PGA. The PGA is going to be higher level, too. Because rather than having one of the top 15... You're going to have 14 of the top 15 in the world playing on the PGA. There's only 41 in this first event. That's easier than what's been going on. What that's That'll be an easier, easier level of competition than what they're currently seeing on the PGA Tour. Now, it'll be fascinating to see how this plays out. Because, essentially, none of these players have violated anything, have done anything, any wrongdoing in the PGA Tour's eyes until they put a tee in the ground on the first tee in London. Then at that point, at that point, they have done wrong. They are worthy of being suspended, being punished. And it'll be fascinating to see how this affects the legacy of of these players that have won majors, these players that we know very well, specifically Dustin Johnson, somebody who I think that people really began to like. Um, he'd overcome his demons in the past. And he, I mean, everybody likes the guy who hits the ball really far. He's one of those guys. But now, he's. What does this do to his re- reputation? It's not good. Can he bounce back? I don't know. And then the other question mark is. 
next weekend is do we see the resurgence of Phil? Of Phil Phil Mickelson? He's like this ghost that we haven't seen ever since his comments, ever since his apology. Do we see him out there? And what does that look like? The guy who's gotten the most backlash. The guy who's gotten so much backlash, he didn't think he could come back and play and defend his PGA championship a couple weeks ago. Well, he may not get the backlash in person if he tees it up in London. But I don't think people are going to take it easy on him. They haven't shown that. I mean, and a lot of these players say that they are testing these waters to spur change with the PGA. Because right now, I mean, the PGA hasn't had a lot of competition. There's been no rival tours. It was kind of like the WWE for a little bit. Until you have seen AEW show up and rival them and push them. How is the PGA Tour going to respond? You have Graham McDowell came out today said it is good for the game of golf to ban all of these players playing on this new tour I don't know that's a question that is up for debate because the PGA has to take this threat seriously because this new tour is offering more money and yes the PGA has all the all the TV deals yes they have the legacy Yes, they've been the constant forever. But this is a threat. And I cannot wait to see how it plays out. It, if nothing else, it has made golf this year so much more intriguing. So much more intriguing. And I'm curious. And keep in mind, we have a Netflix drive-to-survive-style show coming from the PGA this year. I wonder if this drama bleeds into that show and what it looks like. Either way, this has been one of, if not the most intriguing time to be a fan of golf. There's so much talent in the game, so much young talent in the game. Tiger Woods is playing again. He's getting healthy again. Uh, Maybe, I think maybe next year at the Masters, because he knows that course so well, he can compete. Right now he just needs to get healthy. It'll be interesting to see what happens with with Phil Mickelson, but he just won a PGA Championship in his 50s. You had Brooks Kepka. You had Bryson DeChambeau. That was fun. That was a little spice, a little beef in there for the people. And now you're going to have this new show that's this documentary-style deep dive. That's going to be entertaining. And now you have the extra drama of this, this new tour. Goff has never had this many storylines going at once, at least in my, in my lifetime. 
and it's intriguing. And I cannot wait to watch it all play out. All right. I think that's going to do it for today. I'll be back in the next couple days. Sorry for the delay for this episode. Um, but I'll be back here soon with, with another one. Thank you for joining me for Bird Droppings. Uh, see you soon. <laughs>